Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Kiss Uni video series. I'm your host, Fareed, and today we have a very special guest with us today, Myla, who is the co-founder of a startup mentory, which is aimed at promoting and uh, spreading awareness about mental health in Pakistan. Uh, hello, Myla. We're so uh, happy to have you on board for today's episode. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so let's start. Uh, first of all, we're going to start from the very beginning, uh, and that is your high school life. So did you do OA levels or did you do inter? And so how was that time period of your life? I did do OA levels. Um, I was very unsure whether to do OA levels or whether to go for uh, matric. But my mother was an educationist and uh, she was actually my biology teacher as well. And she used to teach ONA levels. So that's where I went. Um, my experience was, um, it was very diverse because when I started out my uh, school for O levels, I was a very, um, you know, I was a very, um, I wasn't exactly introverted. I had a lot of friends, but I was very, uh, I didn't know who I was. I was very naive. I didn't know how the world worked. And um, I was someone who was very, like, I had no idea what to say, I would say a lot of things that I would end up regretting later. Um, I was very excitable, very outgoing and everything. I had a really hard time organizing my study schedule. I would cram things and all of that. I loved bunking classes. So that's how my O-Levels started. And then I remember that um, during the last year of my O-Levels, my mom, she wasn't very happy with my results. So what she did was she shifted my uh, branch. So that was like a big um, stumbling block for me because I kind of like lost all my friends. And then I had a really hard time just making new ones in the new branch. Um, it, it was during this time that when you go into a new place and now I have to do the whole process again and everything. I wasn't very, I wasn't someone who was very fashionable. I was a little kid with like a, uh, you know, with like a, a mustache and like I had like a unibro and everything. So I would try and like make friends with people and everybody there was like really like, you know, on trend and everything. So like, I didn't lift shift. So um, when my A-levels started, I shifted my A-levels branch and I went to a new place. I started taking interest in a lot of experiments. Really great because it helped me understand that I was I was not meant for the science stream. All my life, I thought I would, you know, grow up to be like a scientist or something to do with science or physics or, you know. But then I realized that I absolutely loved uh, ideas. And I had a wild imagination my whole life. Like, I would doze off in class just you know, daydreaming about different scenarios and everything. My copies would have doodles all over them and everything. So I started to realize that maybe, uh, you know, taking a business class wouldn't be such a bad idea. So that's what I looked into. Um, one other thing that I had, that was like a huge lesson for me was that um, since I graduated from my O-level with like, I had nine A's and I had three distinctions. So I got very, very overambitious. So, you know, when it came to A-levels, I was like, oh, I can do this. Like, I'm going to just do the most I can because I think I'll be able to do that. And I started, 
being someone who was constantly just you know pressurizing herself to achieve more right so instead of taking three subjects or five subjects i ended up taking eight and that was the worst decision ever um i didn't realize that o levels is a four year journey and as yeah. is just like one year and so at the end of the day when the results came my report card was uh, it was a rainbow because it had a b c c d d e u and um, i was mortified i was like oh my god if i cannot achieve if i don't make these grades who am i like i had like mujhe like identity crisis hona shuru hua tha shadeep kisam ka i was like main kaun hu who am i who is mahila what's going on like this is not me so what i realized was i needed to cut my losses yeah. and i did my a2 with just three subjects mai phir like kehte na insaan ka bachcha bange so that's what happened and uh, i graduated i knew that i wanted to apply for other things and funnily enough i couldn't ever imagine myself being interested in the arts being interested in business uh, when i was young like olems ke aas pass ki baat hai i had a d in my arts because i would suck at it i would suck at making drawings and then doing the shading i would get bored of it so my my shading would be horrible but um i ended up applying uh, abroad um for um i wanted to apply for film i wanted to apply for art i wanted to apply for uh cool sounding degrees like leadership and everything um but yeah i ended up going towards a business stream and i feel like a lot of credit for that is because i had the opportunity to experiment during my level yeah and i feel like I'm really glad that I did. I'm really glad I didn't stick with the same old biochemistry physics format because it really paid off. Yeah. And I think you handled the whole navigation aspect which is actually really crucial at the OA level stage to actually figure out what you want to do because nowadays kids are all like it's either you know sciences or it's either business but then with your A subjects I think you got to experiment which is something really I think very few people do. and i think if at the end of the day i would say it was a decision for the better because like i i think you're having fun doing what you do and at the end of the day that's the most important part yeah i know i absolutely agree i'm very very grateful that i got to experiment but looking back now i am very grateful but while i was in that situation now yeah it wasn't as yeah. it yeah. was not nice um so coming to the serious story side of things i actually got my anxiety diagnosis in my o levels oh. um during the last year of my o levels um because i was having anxiety attacks in school um i got very scared of what would happen if i didn't get good grades um and i feel like even in my a levels there was sort of this pressure to perform that i didn't know what to do about because during my o and a levels even though in my a levels i had psychology as a subject i still didn't know how to put those things into uh, you know form in in my practical life like i would study about people having symptoms for mental health issues and everything but i never ever thought that what i have is something that i can put a name to like i had no idea ki bhai mujhe jo ho raha hai jo mujhe sans chadte paper se pehle um and actually it got so bad that i had to have a medical certificate during my final exams for my o levels and then the 
the the council that takes care of everything they had to allot me another room because i was so anxious that they yeah. were like okay beta calm down like you know don't like fret over things and everything and they were the best thing was that they were very accommodating yeah and that's actually a big reason why now i'm able to look back and be like yeah you know what hey i experimented and it turned out safe i feel like agar us time pe i didn't have people around me specifically adults around me who were very accommodating and they were open to understanding that i was someone who was growing up and i was trying to understand life and i was having to face choices abhi you know i am in university i'm i'm almost done with my masters ab hum log ek dusre se o levels a levels ki grades pooch pooch ke na we laugh about it but during that time that was like life and death bro yeah like, that i was for ke mera kuch banna nahi hai because i am not going to get into a good university and i'm not going to get a new job a good job and i'm going to starve i'm going to be on the streets yeah i and think now that i run to every oil ever scared yeah that's how we are I mean, by the education system that what you're doing right now this will decide your future and you know that's it there's a full stop right there i'm free by our parents by our parents yeah. and by the extended family like or like literally matlab yaar you i feel like you know if i now that i'm talking about it i recall that i used to start dreading when our family would get together because then i would feel like all the adults would gather around and be like oh what are you doing i heard you're not studying properly why aren't you studying properly kya mat aa jayegi if you're not studying properly what are you doing and it was just eat away at you yeah it happens to the best of us even those who study Yeah, and I feel like it's so unfair. Like, do not do that to children. Do not do that to yourself if you're in O levels or A levels. This is a part of your life. Yes, it's a big bonus if you score big. I'm not saying people should start flunking classes and failing, but if you're making it to like B, ठीक है, you're good, man. You're yeah. good. You're honestly. Yeah, and even if you're like giving it your best, like that's all that matters. You know that you're gonna Absolutely. work harder to get something better. absolutely absolutely and i feel like um there's this thing it's a psychological thing for you know literally every human out there um we really revel in like our losses matlab agar test fail ho gaya ya mock exam fail kar diya so we're like oh no you know what i'm such a loser i suck and i'm going to punish myself by sitting and studying for 5 hours and everything but when we do achieve we go like oh yeah okay i i did this It's yeah, cool. it's cool. It's cool. It's managed. No, we don't like we don't exactly you know ruminate about it the same way, which is so unfair. Like, why do we do that to ourselves? Yeah. So moving forward, so how did university treat you, and how is Lums treating you? So my first university for my bachelor's was Nast, uh, the one in Islamabad, H twelve campus. Um. So. I don't know how to put this in a nice way. So I'm going to try. Um the high school that I came from, I I was in roots, right? So I was in roots for older yeah. than elders and we were used to a certain kind of culture, a certain kind of atmosphere. Yeah. We were used to having this space to express ourselves, to take initiative and like matlab ye hota tha ki literally aapko raat ko koi idea aaya na subah um so the the director of the campus was always there so aap jayon ke kamre mein ghus jaye and be like no what i want to do this give me the resources i want to do this i will make this an event and i will make sure it's amazing and she'd be like okay cool do it 
so you were used to having that sort of mindset you know bahut kam red tape bahut kam barriers from yeah. stopping you and it was a lot of freedom with freedom you know what you get habitual yeah and when you're a kid who's grown up in that environment you think that the whole world is going to be like this mm it is and then when it's not to phir aapko intaha ka culture shock lagta and i feel like that's what happened to me when i went to nast um at first i didn't want to be there at all um i was a straight a distinctions um i got a scholarship from this university in indiana i didn't go uh, i was that sort of a student but when i went to nast i had such a bad culture shock i didn't know mai kahan gayi hu at that point in time i didn't know ki aapko adaptable hona chahiye aapko go so kaise there was nobody to guide me ki yaar chaisa ho raha hai so okay and everything you know that i ended up getting relegated my first year I I was like I don't want to be here and then when I would come home and I would rant about it with my parents they'd be like oh no we paid good money you're going to go here um and I'd be like no I'm not I'm not going to study and so I thought you know what if they're not going to you know let me switch universities I'm going to make sure I fail so that at the end of the day they do have to take me to another university to give my admission so I was like okay cool I have a plan fit I this is what I'm going to do I'm going to fail So I like failed all my classes. The first semester failed all my classes. The second semester I had a GPA of one point three. The first semester and then one point two. The second semester. And very um, dense. That happened. Yeah. Very dense switch universities. What happened? Yeah. So I, um, you know, the the day I got my relegation letter, I wrapped it up in an envelope. I went to my dad, and he took it out, and he started laughing. and i was like now you have to take me take me to another university like take me to bayard and let me apply to them like you know you have to and since he was my dad he knew how to pull my strings so he said oh so you're telling me that you're going to quit you've given up and then i was like oh no what am i doing am i quitting so there was this whole thing uh, which was that i have to prove myself to the world i have to prove yeah. myself to my parents बस इनको मैंने करके दिखाना है अब करके क्यों दिखाना है ये मुझे नहीं समझ आता था अपने आप को नहीं करके दिखाना या अपने आप को नहीं करके दिखाना था लाइक आई लाइक नॉट इवन वंस डिड आई थिंक व्हाट इज माय लव वांट आई वाज लाइक या यू कैन नॉट थिंक आई एम अ क्विटर ऑन द नेक्स्ट ईट डिनर पीपल आर गोना कॉल मी महिला द क्विटर हाउ कैन आई लेट दैट हैपन राइट सो आई वाज लाइक ओके यू नो व्हाट आई विल जस्ट गो बैक आई विल जस्ट गो बैक एंड डू द होल ईयर अगेन इट्स इट्स ओके नो बिगी इट्स ओके इट्स कूल आई विल गो बैक सो आई वेंट बैक I spent my three years in Nast, um, and the overachieving while our attitude and biting off more than I could chew while our attitude got so enhanced in my third year of university that my pure din ka schedule would look like this. Um, I would wake up at seven. I would go to university. I would in university. I would work. I would work on my clubs. I would work on my first startup, which was a dream catcher. We were working on child sexual abuse awareness education. Then I would work with the societies, clubs or societies that were going to be. Then I would come back. It would take me two hours to come back since I would go on a van, right? Other Saturday way, I would come back, have a snack or something. I would go to my gym for my training. I would spend two hours on training. Then I would come back. I would have my religious teacher come in for Islamic education. 
when he would go back, I would do my university homework. I would do my assignments. Then I would do my society and club homework. Then I would work on my startup. I would sleep around 2 a.m. And during the, that whole time from 2 a.m. to 7 a.m. I would keep waking up because of my anxiety. And I would keep like, I, I had this intense fear at that time that I am going to turn 80 in the blink of an eye. And I'm going to realize I've achieved nothing in my life. And the worst part is that during the time when I could have been motivated by wonder, by awe, by curiosity, by imagination, I was motivated by fear. Like fear was driving me to do these things. And, and that's not a good place to be. Yeah. Because you, you feel like you're just running to achieve things and you can't stop. And the moment you yeah. stop, someone's going to overtake you, right? And... You know, the, the, the worst part was that during that time, my whole family thought that like nobody, nobody came to me and said, are you okay? Like you're, you're, you're obviously running from something. Are you yeah. okay? And that was the year when I had a nervous breakdown. Like I just collapsed. Right. And nobody knew why. Nobody could understand why. Like my parents was like, hey, nazar lag diye, bachi ko nazar lag diye, bas. Ye kisi ne nazar laga diye, bas. Ye to kuch hoa nahi hoa. During that time is also when I had like my uh, first uh, set of therapy sessions. And I realized that I actually was exhibiting symptoms of depression. And I had high functioning depression, which is, basically what happens when you have depression but it only affects you in a way that it still lets you achieve it still lets you function it still lets you be productive on the very good days but then it also affects your physical body which is why i had the breakdown and after that i got really really sick like i got very sick i got diagnosed with the syndrome that had 11 conditions it's called myalgic encephalitis not a lot of people know about it it's basically caused by a lot of trauma and i realized that all this time i'd been really punishing myself i'd been punishing my body and everything and i spent i had to take a semester off i didn't graduate with my class i in that year i had to do a lot of learning and relearning and it was very frustrating because even like the most mundane tasks that you see or you know about, such as brushing your teeth, going outside your house for a stroll, they wouldn't come to me easy, right? And that was like, a, it was like a very, very hard place um, to be in. Like even talking about now, it, it's very, you know, it's very yeah. serious, very hard. Um, but the good thing was that my brain didn't stop working. So, um, you know, even when I would be like lying down in bed all day, I would always be trying to look for internships. Um, I would go to internships that would accommodate me. I would try and understand what is it that I'm doing that I can do more of. During this time, a lot of the friends that I had around me, they were either applying to other universities for their master's or they were applying for jobs. So it was very frustrating for me that because my body cannot comply, I cannot do these things. So I started focusing on doing things that I could do. And one of the things that I could do now, I realized, was that I have always had a huge network of people, right? And I feel like I'm someone who has 
I don't have a lot of skills, but one skill that I have is basically understanding how two people can benefit each other and yeah. connecting them for the greater good, right? So what I did was I was like, okay, let's let's start an agency that does that. And since I'm doing this, let's not do it for free. So I started a PR agency for women-led small businesses in Islamabad. Mostly women-led. Some of them were also like women. Um, and that's what I did for a year and a half um, until I got sick again. Then I would do something else and I would get sick again. I would try to keep the agency running. It didn't really happen. And then I realized that maybe the reason why I have not been able to, you know, bloom in conditions that I've been given is because maybe those conditions aren't right for me. So mm. I started looking up courses outside of my city and I came across Lums K short courses. And to my delight, I found an event planning and PR course here. And I was like, let's go do this. Let's see what happens. And to my surprise, when I came here, I was accommodated so well uh, with my yeah. condition and everything. And it was so engaging. It was so amazing that after my six-week course was over, I called my mom and I said, I don't want to come back. Like, there is something for me yeah. here. I don't know what it is. I don't want to come back. And ki baat hai ki, um, that was the time when Lamsky do admin, you know, they started putting up these posters all around the campus. And on those posters, they introduce a new degree. And when I looked at that degree, I was like, Mama, this is why I'm here. I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm applying. It was a master's in technology management and entrepreneurship. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. Even when I couldn't do anything, I was thinking about how to solve this, how to solve that, whatever. And I never really fit anywhere. And for the first time, I felt like, you know what? Okay, this this, this is the universe yeah. is calling for me. I'm applying, bro. I'm applying. I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. But I'm going to stay here. I'm going to apply. So I applied for that. And then COVID happened. And <laughs> Was it online or like did you again have to? Okay, so since COVID happened, it was all online. I took the most out of it. It was online. Um, I ran into a few issues, but it was online and it was really engaging. It was really good. I was really happy with what I was doing. I felt like I finally fit in. I felt like people were there not to judge me on like how much I've achieved. Like Lamsa culture is achievement focused. Yeah. But thankfully, I found peers and friends who appreciated the wacky mind I have and and I think that we, also comes with maturity like when you're an OA level kid or you know you're like in the start of your university you have that that you need to be on a level playing field with everyone or either ahead you can't like fall back and it's only with time that you realize okay okay other people may be doing that but I'm going to stay in my own lane and I'm going to achieve the most I can with what I want to do and with what I like and I think that's really, that's a big misconception among students. Okay, we need to do public speaking. We need to do debates. We need to do science competitions. We need to do arts. Like they just do everything. And at the end of the day, it's a burnout. Absolutely. That word, that word, burnout. I feel like no no child, like at my in my time, no child in O and A levels, would have even thought of the word burnout. Like, we didn't think of We machine. And the reason we're not achieving well is because we're lazy. Or we don't talk about 
even if like now when i think back na fir there were people around me in high school in oa levels even in my university for bachelors and even now jinko dekh ke i now understand that they were going through something yeah people who you who used to prefer not to do their homework who used to be get called out by the teacher jinko punishment milti thi aur unke maa baap ko bula liya jata tha ya wo classes bunk karte the when you go back and think about it they had specific reasons yeah they did right and it's just like really i it's very uneasy thinking about how like no adult ever like saw that but yeah because that's how the system has been working unfortunately yeah so then you how was your whole online experience with lamsan you're going to get me in trouble man for the kind of questions you're asking <laughs> you're not going to ask anything you don't want to though no 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 it's fine i'm kidding i'm kidding um so the experience was nice um for someone like me who was so desperate for like something that would make my brain happy yeah. i was very thankful um obviously there is a lot uh, that could have been done better there was a lot of like mismanagement of schedules there was a lot of like there are obviously hamesha even in a very good place you have some personalities who maybe because of past events or uh, things that they've seen they probably think that once a student uh, who are not very like open to the idea of you know students asking for disability accommodations right yeah. so what i have is considered a disability globally right so i was up for asking for accommodations and everything but a lot of people they do accommodate you um lekin ek do log is tarah ke hote hain jo kehte hain ki acha aap ye fayda uthane ke liye kar rahe hain everything so that was a little sad uh but other than that it was very hands on the degree was amazing uh we had very cool courses um we had basic courses in the first semester and then in the third in the second semester we had courses that were to do with technology and these courses were amazingly hands on um i actually realized ke uske andar because of the practicality of those courses i realized what type of people i work best with i realized the kind of skills i have and how can i you know turn those skills from someone who was used to making things happen and like you know trying to understand ki usko revenue model bas mein start karungi usko karungi for the first time i was like acha yaar ek structured approach hai that i can take and everything yeah and then we got really amazing teachers most of them were really good um we had dr shayar shahid we had sir jamil gohir uh, both of them were amazing teachers and um even though i was very iffy about whether you know my health would would ever allow me to to have anything of my own dobara se after taking classes with them and after the feedback that they gave me how they helped us do assignments and everything it really started feeling like i could and then in the we you know we were introduced to data in our summer course and then uske baad hamara thesis ka jo portion hai wo aata tha so right now what i'm currently doing is i am still working on the startup that i started with my classmates um and my thesis is also on the startup's research so basically the research that we've done for the feasibility of the startup that makes up my thesis and the startup is you know apart from that and now uh, i'm pretty sure everyone now understands your vision behind mentry but uh, now let's sort of like go into you know the challenges you faced setting up and running such uh, an organization and uh, you know being 
a team leader in this aspect because uh, it isn't easy to sort of adapt and you know to sort of delegate work and you know to have that thing running so what do you think were some of the challenges you faced and would advise people with startups to you know take into account Um, I'm smiling right now because this is a challenge that keeps coming up for me and uh, you know um, it's it's a little hard to 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 you know get rid of old habits but one challenge and one old habit that I'm working very very hard on getting rid of is my tendency to try to do everything all at once by myself like you know maybe it's a learned pattern and I'm trying to relearn it um, but but it takes time so the the biggest challenge i've had is understanding ki you know what if i have this huge project to do i don't need to take care of everything i can actually delegate it yeah yeah um for me trusting people uh will have ownership of the idea like i have ownership of the idea is a huge deal um so i'm i'm trying to be okay i'm trying to deep breathe my way into delegating stuff and like trying to stay calm about it and everything uh, one other challenge that I've had is to understand how, you know, Kenim, it's a very simple thing, but when you actually start doing it, you realize how nuanced it is. It has these small edges you wouldn't think of. So, um, you know, when I was studying my bachelor's and we were studying management, they would tell us that you have to manage different people in a different way. Right? Yeah. And you think, oh, sure. Yeah, this is the recipe. I'm going to ace it. Matlab, kitna ho manage karna? But when you talk to people and you realize that you need to be so careful for someone like me who's like naturally a blabbermouth, you know, it becomes very like this is a skill I'm learning. Like I, I feel like this should be on my LinkedIn that I'm working hard and making sure I don't say stuff that people will take the other way. Yeah. So that's the challenge. And the other challenge is being understanding, okay, this is not my biggest learning so far. Understanding that it's actually not motivation that, that makes you do work, it's a discipline. Yeah. And when we think of discipline, we think of harsh rules, uh, you know, bitter, bitter uh, rules or, uh, you know, a routine, mundane, boring. Discipline doesn't have to be that. Yeah. Discipline can be very loving it can be something very soft very nice and it can be something that helps you grow uh you know my whole life i've been throwing away ideas or throwing away routines or throwing away habits just because i would lose the motivation because i would get bored but yeah. with the project that i'm on right now mentry i feel like it's so important to me that even on days when i feel like here yeah, i'm not gonna get up because I'm so tired because I, I, I'm, I, by the way, I still have the habit of waking up during my sleep to check what are what is my competition doing? Where am I lagging behind? So I'm still relearning these things. It's a whole journey, right? Yeah. And my biggest, biggest hurdle has been, and my biggest, I feel like it's also like an achievement has been understanding that even on days when you don't feel like doing the whole thing, just try and do the first five minutes of it. Yeah. Just do those five minutes of it. After that five minutes, there are there's a lot of chances you would feel like doing the whole thing. And even if you don't, the the main learning is be kind to yourself. Yeah. See, because because there is something that uh, you know actually my therapist said to me, and I, I think it's very very important. 
um, think that, you know, think of yourself as a child. Always think of yourself as a child. And think of yourself in a really difficult class, right? And if if you as that child are not able to, let's say, let's say math, because I used to hate math, by the way, so I'm going to choose math. So for me, she said, imagine that you're in a math class and you cannot do your addition and subtractions. Would you do well if your teacher was standing near you, shouting at the top of your head, telling you what a loser you are because you're not able to understand something so simple? Or would you do better with a teacher who was calm? She was soft. She would encourage you. She would say, it's okay. Let's just do one sum. If you can't do one sum, let's go take a walk, come back and let's try again. Yeah. I think it goes without saying you would do well when there's someone being nice to you. So why aren't we nice to her? Why are, why are we so harsh, you know? Yeah, and I think that's a really valid point, especially with, when it links up to the first one, that it's not motivation that drives you, it's discipline, because with motivation sort of links to your first point, when you're motivated, you're like, I can do everything. You, you say you can multitask, but again, it starts to become the opposite of what actually benefits you. Yeah, so um, where do you see this project within the next few years, like regarding the stigmas in our society and, you know, how, uh, like, it's it's a slowly growing ideology. It is growing, but, you know, very slowly. So what, what do you hope uh, the startup achieves? I genuinely, genuinely hope that, you know, and this is on like a very personal level. Um, I really hope that, you know, in a few years time, we do itna ke going to therapy or, or, or going to even like, you know, an institution for mental health um, becomes so run of the mill and so routine that when yeah. people talk about yeah. it, they talk about it like they talk about getting a haircut or go get yeah. for your medicine, okay? I really hope and I, I really think we can do this. I'm sure we can do this, inshallah, that people stop with the, or the, why, you look perfectly fine, or you're too young to have depression, or kyu anxiety yogi, and like, it's okay, just stop being anxious, just stop with these statements, just stop with this. Yeah. We need more inclusivity in society. We need to celebrate the diversity that's there. And most of yeah. all, we need to celebrate the diversity that's within ourselves, you know. We're not all the same. We're not all the same. We're very, very diverse, right? Yeah. And so people who are not neurotypical, they're neurodivergent, you know, they should be able to celebrate them. Yeah. So, so that's that's basically my vision. Okay. And um, any last words uh, or should we finish? So they would be, please keep hope alive. Yeah, it might feel like it's the end of the world, but trust me, it's not. It's not. Most important, uh, keep yourself the... alive. Yes, please keep yourself alive. Please do not unalive yourself, guys. Please yeah. do not. Um, you know the world has ended so many times. I say jagriti, So even if it is end of the world, trust me, Trust me, and please be kind to yourselves. Yeah, you can achieve so much more if you're just kind. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Yeah. I guess I guess that those would be my words for you know before we end this.
Well, so with that, we've reached the end of this episode. Uh, if you have any questions regarding career counseling or university counseling, please feel free to reach out to us through our Instagram page or visit our website, kissuni.org. Thank you so much, Myla, for taking our time and coming and joining us on this episode. It really, really means a lot. Thank you so much. I love being here. Thank you so much for your amazing questions. They really made me think. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Alafis.